today I want you to open your Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 19 verse 9 and Numbers chapter 11 verse 14 it says and there he went into a cave and spent the night in that place and behold the word of the Lord came to him and he said to him what are you doing here Elijah Numbers chapter 11 verse 14 says I am not able to bear all these people alone because the burden is too heavy for me Moses is saying tonight we want to break off the spirit of discouragement that's our theme that's our title and it's not just a title I know by the spirit that's going to happen in your life so many of you are discouraged in the lockdown but God is going to break the power of the spirit of discouragement from your life in Jesus name the word of the Holy Spirit is that he's going to break the cycle of discouragement out of your life in the name of Jesus the Bible says God has created us for movement our God is a God who's always moved Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3 says the Holy Spirit was moving over the waters God created the heavens and the earth and the Bible says the heavens and earth are all moving God created the fish in the sea and the birds in the air they were all created for movement God created Adam to have dominion over the garden and the earth and he has called them to move in the New Testament the Bible says Jesus was moved with compassion Jesus always moved he always moved with compassion not with hatred but with compassion the Bible says when Jesus told the disciples go into all the world and preach the gospel it speaks about movement the Apostles were on the move that's why it's so frustrating it's very discouraging hallelujah to sit at home and not able to move but I believe this night God is about to take us out of our homes into our movements again into our travels again hallelujah into our destinations again come on somebody if you believe it uh, shake your hands wave your hands and say that's me pastor that's our family that's our house that's our church we are going to move forward for the glory of Jesus Christ in Jesus name hallelujah praise the Lord Tonight, if you are locked up in a spirit of discouragement over anything the Lord says, His hand will come upon you. His power will overflow for you. Not just flow, overflow for you. To destroy Hallelujah, the spirit of discouragement from your life. Lift your hands and say, I'm going to be set free in the name of Jesus from the spirit of discouragement in the name of Jesus. Amen. When we look through the passage of the scripture Elijah was someone who was preserved by God from Jezebel who was trying and plotting to kill him 1 Kings chapter 19 and the second and the third verse second to the fourth verse says then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying so let the gods do to me and more also if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time the Bible says and when he saw that he arose and ran for his life and to went to be Sheba which belongs to Judah and left his servants there but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree 
and he prayed that he might die and said it is enough now take my life for i am no better than my fathers hallelujah this is the passage of scripture hallelujah we see the man of god elijah the prophet of god has been preserved and kept by the lord because one word from jezebel and the mighty prophet became so discouraged he started imagining what jezebel spoke to him he started dreaming about what jezebel spoke to him and he got so discouraged that the bible says he wanted to die he wanted to run away he wanted to quit he wanted to flee away he wanted to somehow hallelujah exit from his ministry this is the man who in the previous night saw the fire of god coming down and see the glory of god now he wants to run away he prayed a soulish prayer an unbiblical prayer that he wants to die hallelujah it is the same man hallelujah who would pray for the rain and the rain came down you would expect him to pray once again for the rain but he did not say that after seeing all these things just one word he ran for his life one word from a silly girl a silly woman he got discouraged that was enough for him to run for his life some of you tonight are discouraged god would have imagined that we would pray for rain again isn't it amazing god would imagine that we would pray for fire again instead of that we are retreating we are running away we are being intimidated hallelujah we are being immersed and we are being oppressed by the devilish demonic thoughts elijah was so discouraged but god told him again elijah it's not over until you win god is telling somebody this evening it's not over till you win no matter what's happened in your life it's never hallelujah it's never over until god sees you walking in the victory of jesus christ it is not over till hallelujah god sees you standing tall hallelujah it is never over till god sees you over oh, to the other side it's never over Just look your hands and say it's never over you might be in the process and god will bring you through into a place of victory you will be able to say hallelujah with all glory and all might and with all honor and all praise he is true god's word was true he is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than i can ask or think even imagine or dream because of the power that is working in our lives hallelujah glory to god unlike elijah in the old testament his power is working hallelujah is working in your life to bring forth your victory hallelujah greater victories greater battles you are hallelujah already more than a conqueror through him who loved him hallelujah praise god this is not the day to retrieve lift your hands and pray in the tongues pray in the name of jesus say in the name of jesus i will not see defeat i will defeat the defeat i will defeat the defeat in jesus name hallelujah and then we comes to the passage of scripture that we just read in 1 kings chapter 19 verse 9 where god is saying what are you doing here elijah what am i doing what are you doing here you can ask yourself what am i doing the spirit of god is asking what are you doing in that relationship what are you doing sitting there discouraged why are you doubting the calling of god what's happened to you suddenly 
What's happened to you overnight? What happened to you? Sometimes people say, I'm tired of everything. I've done everything. I don't think I can do it anymore. I'm so tired. Lord is asking, what are you doing here? What's your language? And you're saying, I've done everything I can. And you're sitting discouraged. But you're going to go out of the service discovered. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You're going to discover your calling again. You're going to discover greater anointings again. You're going to discover greater blessings again. You're going to discover greater breakthroughs again. You're going to discover the champion you are in you. Hallelujah. Through the power of His Holy Spirit. Come on. Lift your hands and say, I will go back, not discouraged, but discovered in the name of Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. We are going to look at some of the reasons tonight. Why you can be discouraged before we're going to pray together and ask the Lord to set you free. Number one, it's a spirit. If it could come to the greatest man of God, it can come to you. It came to even Moses after leading the people of Israel for a long time. We read the scripture. Moses is saying, Lord, is the kind of people I'm leading? I'm so tired of leading them. He's just saying, I am not able to bear all these people alone because they're too much of a burden after leading them for so long. Unlike, you know, some of you folks sitting there, unlike, you know, most of the people in our church, you know, they were, you know, kind of low quality people. Every one of them were so focused on themselves, their clothes and their table and their food. And they were a complaining bunch of guys who came from Egypt perpetually over 40 years murmuring, no matter how much God does for them, no matter how much God wants to take them forward. I mean, they were some low quality, low graded. You know what I'm saying? We have low grade, uh, you know, crops in our hometown, you know. These guys were low graded, but Lord is telling, you are not low graded. Greater is in you that is in, hallelujah, in the world. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. You're an anointed of God. You are the righteousness of God. You are seated with Jesus in the heavenly places far above. You are not low graded. You are the child of the living God. You are the priest, the king and the prophet with God. You are seated with him in high places. These were complaining, always looking backward and saying we were better off in Egypt. We were, our, our, our cucumbers were great. The leeks were great. The onions were great. And Moses was the pastor over there. He was so disgraced. He was trying to get them into the land flowing with milk and honey. Then the Lord promised them and they were always looking back. In Numbers 11, God said to Moses, your people. Moses is saying, your people. Hallelujah. In Numbers 11, isn't it amazing? Moses is telling the Lord, your people hallelujah your people hallelujah so discouraged hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord powerful men like Moses Elijah would get discouraged Sometimes you get discouraged when you are get, not getting. Number two, why do you get discouraged? You get discouraged when you're not getting the results that you want. You work hard, you put in the extra time, you're doing everything in life, but you don't get results. Discouragement sets in. 
Number three, sometimes discouragement such in when you have low self-esteem. It can come to all of us. It is when you are in the presence of gifted people. Big people, low esteem steps in. Insecurity steps in. That discourages you. Amidst gifted people, sometimes you don't feel that you're capable. You feel like you're insufficient. You feel like an absolute failure. That can happen when you're surrounded with gifted people. You put yourself down. You see yourself in a low scale. You think you're shortchanged. Number three, discouragement gets set in when you run out of options. You tried everything. You tried fasting. You tried prayer. You sought the Lord. You came to church worshipping the Lord. You came for counsel. You tried for all that. Nothing seems to be working. Discouragement sets in. Some of you say, Pastor, I've taken correction also. What's happening? Next one, discouragement can set in when you lose your sense of victory. God has given you victory in the past. But you still sense a feeling of hopelessness. You don't think you can win. That's a defeated spirit where God is about to break off from your life this night. You feel that you can't win. It seems like everything is against you. Everything is defeating you. The odds are against you. People are against you. But God is for you. Hallelujah. There's a powerful scripture that I have read uh, this morning from the message translation of the Bible. And I thought, you know, some of you need to. It's powerful. I don't know how many of you read message translation, but it says in 5 to 16, it says, push to the wall. I call to God. From the wide open spaces, he answered. God's now at my side and I'm not afraid. Who would dare lay a hand on me? God is my strong champion. I flick off my enemies like flies. Far better to take refuge in God than trust in people. Far better to take refuge in God than to trust in celebrities. Hemmed in my hemmed in by barbarians. In God's name, I rub their faces in the dirt. Hemmed in and with no way out. In God's name, I rub their faces in the dirt. Like swarming bees, like wild. Fire, they hemmed me in. Like wild priory fire, they hemmed me in. In God's name, I rub their faces in the dirt. I was right on the cliff edge ready to fall when God grabbed me and held me. God's my strength. He is also my song and now he's my salvation. Hear the shouts of, hear the triumph songs in the camp of the saved. Ah, yeah, yeah. Come on. The hand of God has turned the tide. That's right. The hand of God has turned the tide. That's the word of a summoned this night. The hand of God has turned the tide. The hand of God has turned the tide. Everything that was against you has become for you. The hand of God, everything that was going, hallelujah, against you has become for you. Everything that was going wrong for you has become right. The hand of God has turned the tide. Come on, somebody. The hand of God has turned the tide. The hand of God is raised in victory. The hand of God has turned the turned the tide. That's already happened. It's already done. The tide is no longer against you. It's for you. The hand of God has turned the tide. Hallelujah. Till today, everything seemed to defeat you. 
but the hand of the Lord has turned the tide. Oh, come on, somebody. If you are happy, if you are joyful, if you believe me, put your hands together. Bless His holy name. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What happens when this discouragement comes? You can discourage when the people whom you have taught everything forget what you have taught. It happens to leaders, it happens to Jesus. Jesus taught them for three and a half years. The night before he gave himself up, he lost every one of them. People that he fed, people he had worked miracles for, people that he had helped, people that he had blessed, all left him. Where is Lazarus? Nobody knew. Just the week before Jesus raised him from the dead, nowhere to see. Where is Martha and Mary? The house that Jesus visited many times, nowhere to be seen. Where is Susanna? Where is Joanna? Where is the widow of Nain whose only son Jesus raised? Don't know. One week back, they were all there with him. One week later, they all forget or forgot his teachings himself. Forgot all Jesus stood forth for. And I pray that may that never happen in our lives. Many of you forget the Lord or the people God has placed in our lives and things that they've taught. There are pastors who tell the people they've raised up and fed people with God's word, released into ministry. But after some time, the same people that you have, you know, sometimes you lose money, you can get it back. But you lose time, you've lost it forever. Sometimes you have, as pastors, have taken time to feed people. But then they split the church and go. Sometimes leaders get discouraged when you see the people, same people every week. Once a man of God said he was faithfully pastoring a church, teaching them the full gospel, the entirety of the scriptures over years. And he taught his congregation was stable and mature because he was teaching one week after years. And when a visiting pastor came and gave the altar call, 90% of the crowd went for the altar call. And he got so discouraged because after teaching them for so long, they, they still did not know the Lord. They still did not know they were saved. He felt so worthless. Do you know that the pastor who preached for Billy Graham to come to the Lord, the same man died discouraged, thinking that he was a failure. He died thinking was, he was useless. And he has not done anything for the Lord. Sometimes discouragement can come because of a blatant demonic attack the next reason for discouragement is because of a blatant demonic attack but today no matter what's the entry point for any kind of discouragement within your souls in the name of Jesus I command that spirit to be broken in your life in the name of Jesus may you be loosed and may you be free in the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus Christ. May you be eternally free from the spirit of discouragement. Now in Jesus name. Receive it, receive it, receive it. I feel anointing of God flowing through the hallelujah phones and the internets and the hallelujah connections. And that your TVs and your sets, your mobile phones, hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God, hallelujah. Somebody who is, hallelujah, sitting in depression, hallelujah, release this word, send this word to them. So that let them be also set free in the name of Jesus.
Look at the man called John the Baptist who pointed out to Jesus, who pointed out and told the Jesus, behold, told the people, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He was the one who pointed out, pointed Jesus to the world. And now he's in prison. In Matthew chapter 11, 3 and 4, John, his own cousin of Jesus, John the Baptist was a cousin of Jesus, began to doubt and he said, do we look for somebody else? Is he the Messiah? And Jesus answered in Matthew 11, 4, go and show John again those things which you do here and see. Go tell John again what you hear, what you see, the signs that I'm doing. Go and tell him because John was so discouraged. Because once he had pointed people to Jesus, now the same John is in prison. Once Jesus was baptizing, now he here, Jesus was baptizing more people than John. Some of his disciples have joined Jesus. John never did any miracles. Now Jesus is doing all the miracles. Many people who are in John's church is with Jesus' church and he is sitting in the prison confessing that the kingdom of God will manifest. And nothing happening. His cousin, why is the Lord not helping me? The Lord has time for everyone, not for his family members. Some of us think like that. Because he knew Jesus had the authority to open prison doors. But Jesus is doing nothing to open the prison door that John was in. Sometimes we can have self-accusation. Maybe John would have had self-accusations that can discourage you. Some, or some people would have said, hey, Jesus did not come to help you. You were all the while preaching Jesus. Now Jesus did not come to help you. People would have accused him. John was preaching. There was the accusers who was accusing him and said, hey, now what happened to your preaching? And he's in prison. There are times when you go through stuff, you have to learn to encourage yourself. Open your mouth and say, I have to learn to encourage myself. I have to learn to encourage myself. Bible says in 1 Corinthians, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 30 and the fifth verse, David encouraged himself in the presence of the Lord. In a way, Jesus could not help John beyond a certain point because John was representing the Old Testament. So John's head had to go because Jesus would say, the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. So Jesus' head had to be revealed. For Jesus' head had to be revealed, John's head had to go. Hallelujah. Because he said, I have no place to lay my head. So Jesus had to find a place. Sometimes you could be sleeping in the bed. On the same bed. And be 2,000 miles apart when you are discouraged. Hallelujah. Sometimes, you know, yesterday somebody called me from Canada. Miles apart, alone in the bed. And 1.30 morning in Indian time. Thank God I was awake. He said, Pastor, it's been nine years since I've known, left the Lord. I want to get back to the Lord. There was nobody to encourage him, but God said, call you. Hallelujah. 
oh raba shanda bardasi you might be alone in the bed but today god is going to encourage you somebody is going to be encouraged in the name of the lord hallelujah amen blessed be the name of the lord you could have been sleeping in that same bed feeling lonely hallelujah that loneliness is going to be over the tide is going to turn around hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah sometimes discouragement comes because we keep looking back don't look back numbers 21:4 says and they journeyed from mount hor by the way of the red sea to compass the land of edom and the soul of the people was much discouraged because of the way israel was always looking back so the soul became very discouraged on the way when you remove your eyes from jesus and began to look back remember lot's wife looked back and became a pillar of salt sometimes we keep looking back you can get discouraged by taking your eyes off the lord and look back some of you are discouraged by looking at the present situation the lockdown the financial crisis the job layoffs hallelujah difficult to get another job oh raba shanda bradasya but paul is still saying look unto jesus the author and the perfecter of your faith even in the present times we need to learn to look to jesus the one thing when you look at the present situation taking your eyes from the lord you'll get discouraged but when you look to jesus the author the starter and the finisher hallelujah and the introducer hallelujah and the opener hallelujah and the faithful hallelujah and the one who is true and one who has opened the door nobody can shut you look to jesus you can also get discouraged looking too much into the future what's going to happen six months down the lane what's going to happen years from now what's going to happen you become so futuristic futuristic is good but keeping your eyes on the law paul did say forgetting those things that are behind and looking ahead but he looked ahead looking jesus face first otherwise you get discouraged you look so forward and say oh my god will i reach there all discouragement happens by taking your eyes of the lord we can be discouraged by taking our eyes of the lord and looking just looking at others just like us another way we can get discouraged by taking eyes of the lord and looking at others just like us that's why samis said i don't want to look at the people who have got the same discouragement but i want to lift up my eyes toward the mountains where does my help come from my help is from the lord who made heaven and earth hallelujah certain yokes are being destroyed ah, children of god church of god brothers and sisters in christ jesus hallelujah certain yokes are being destroyed i can feel certain oppressions certain certain ah frustrations a breaking off hallelujah no oh, breaking off from your soul tonight in the name of jesus Bible says sir you are since you are surrounded by great cloud of witnesses though there are people of faith hallelujah so sometimes you look at other people of faith but if you don't still look to jesus you get discouraged you think oh they are mighty men of god but me you know i'm human human very human pastor but you have to keep your eyes on jesus 
Sometimes you say, look at pastor, everybody is going through some, somebody is going through that, somebody is going through this, everybody is going through this. I mean, looking at everybody, I feel so discouraged. Who will help us? Lift your eyes and say, Lord, I look to you. My help come from you. Keep your eyes on the Lord and stretch your hands towards heaven and say, Jesus, I look to you, Lord. I call on your name. Jesus, I look to you. Thank you, Jesus. What are the reasons that you get discouraged? Two more. You get discouraged when there is a delay in receiving from God what which you are expecting from Him. We had put a time and it did not happen in that time. We did not receive what we wanted. God does not operate in our timetable. But there is a timetable. Nobody can mess with it. Some of us are going to end up the glorious timetable, a shouts of joy timetable, a victory timetable, huh? oh, champions timetable, come on, hallelujah, Petra timetable, come on somebody, blessed be the name of the Lord, we are going to enter into the timetable of the Lord Jesus Christ, get ready, get ready, get ready, if you believe it, put your hands together, give praise and glory in the house of God, in your own houses, stand up and declare, I'm going to enter into the timetable of the most high God, who performs one for me who will perform miracles for me who will perform a way there seems to be no way who will open up the red sea who will up manna from wilderness who will send a raven from heaven who will send the bread from glory who will open up the waters of the flinty rock victory by the blood of Jesus who will defeat that giant who will get that mountain for us who will release our inheritance who will take us into the land flowing with milk and honey his name is jesus the son of the living god open your mouth the failures that my fathers walked in the failures that my ancestors walked in the failures that they walked in i will not walk i'm a new creature in christ jesus the old has gone and the new has come i'm redeemed of the lord let the redeemed of the lord say so that the lord has redeemed you from the hand of the enemy come on somebody oh put your hands together certain demons are leaving tonight certain demonic certain power of astrology is being broken in the name of Jesus therefore some hallelujah somebody who's watching me went to an astrologer and said something hallelujah and you believed and it's messing you wrecking your life God cancel it in the name of the Lord God has a perfect plan over your life and so plan to prosper and not to be destroyed Victory by the blood of Jesus. Characteristics of a discouraged soul. A discouraged soul sees what is not going to happen. 1 Kings chapter 19 and verse 4 says, But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree and he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough now. But take away my life. I am not better than my father's. Nothing has happened. He's saying it's enough. When you start living the life the enemy is showing you, you live as if something has happened. When nothing has happened, God preserved you. God protected you. Just one word. And he feels it so worth. Just one word from the enemy. Just one word from this woman. And he's not 
praying and expecting a supernatural miracles or deliverance and just because he does not see that God is not helping him he's saying it's over he doesn't see a deliverance he doesn't see the miraculous preservation of God by taking out of that threat and he's saying it's over come on somebody a discouraged soul will always say it's not going to happen I don't think I will be able to come out I don't think I will see the miracle Number one, they say, not, they say what is not going to happen, then say it's not going to happen. You're not able to believe that the Lord who brought the fire and the rain can't, not going to help you. It's not going. My job is not going to happen. Come on. I cancel that in the name of Jesus. My ministry is not going to happen. I cancel that in the name of Jesus. Somebody, oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I can see that. Hallelujah. But let me tell you what's not going to happen. Whatever the enemy has spoken about you will not happen. And what God has spoken about you will come to pass. Lift your hands and say, what the enemy has spoken about my life will not happen. And what God has spoken about my life will come to pass. Lift your hands and say, what God has spoken, it will come to pass. What the enemy has spoken about me will not come over my life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Who threatened the prophet, a woman? Previously, it came from 50 false prophets and he called fire from heaven he ran ahead of Ahab's chariots after calling forth rain now here one woman threatened him and he got discouraged now what's the remedy what's the remedy never forget this especially in ministry number one you have to learn how to walk in the highs and the lows of anointing the previous day he was in the high of the anointing he had such boldness with God he called down fire from heaven and slew 450 prophets now he did not know how to manage his life on a Monday morning I think it will be true to all of us sitting on the pulpit Monday morning we all feel discouraged why? because suddenly anointing has lifted up and suddenly only the indwelling presence is there and you need to learn to come back into the presence, approach the throne of grace again and walk in the revelation because anointing was for ministry. And you're wondering, what's happened to me? And that's the time the enemy will target you. That's the moment the enemy will put all these lies. That's the time we have to know to walk in a relationship with Jesus. In the knowing of Jesus. Number two, that is why you have to learn to insulate or isolate yourself from negative conversation when you are in the low point in your life. First of all, you're already feeling a point of view, feeling like, you know, SHIT. You're feeling like useless. And that's not the time to sit with somebody who said, I knew you were useless. (laughs) You're already feeling kind of low, you can't feel the richness of the anointing. And somebody is telling you, what a jerk you are. You don't want to hear that. You might be a jerk, but that's not the day to hear it. Jezebel's threat came and the level of anointing had lifted. You have to know how to 
reverse the word hallelujah hallelujah you have to know how to reverse the word that means you have to know what to say when somebody says something bad against you you have to reverse it and say so that's not what i am then the spirit of discouragement won't enter your soul and somebody says i don't think god will use you mightily i don't think god will use your church mightily as so you have to reverse it this is church our church will be used our people will be used hallelujah so the remedy of discouragement is to learn to know the highs and the lows of the anointing and you have to learn to insulate or isolate yourself from wrong conversation the low point of your life number 2 what's the remedy have a faith talker hallelujah have a faith talker in your life muhammad ali the great boxer in his biography it is said that he had a person always by the ring whenever he was fighting his coach or a friend would stand by him and said you are doing well when he was beaten up the friend would say ali you are doing great you are the best you are the champ come on i pray that god will raise up some people like that when ali is punched on his nose and when his nose is broken his teeth is broken and is getting punched hard and when he's bleeding and can hardly see through one eye hallelujah he wants to throw the towel and give up and the guy on the other side and say come on ali you are the champ you don't need all your teeth to beat this guy even when your arm is broken you can finish off with the other arm you are strong it is said that you know we all see stars when you get knocked down but in the book it says once mohammad ali was beaten so much that when he got knocked down he saw lisaad playing saxophone there was somebody who he could trust somebody was a faith talker somebody standing by the run and saying ali you can overcome ali you can win pastor sang a song the other day my father used to like about mohammad ali it's a beautiful song i think you have to sing that with us muhammad muhammad ali he's close like a butterfly he's just like a bee muhammad he tells the other guy Catch me if you can. We'll sing that once again. Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. He floats like a butterfly and stings like a bee. Muhammad, the black Superman. Black Superman. He tells the other guy, Ali. Catch me if you can. We'll sing Jibin. Jibin. ജോസഫ്ലാക്കി Anthony Anthony Joseph is a black superman <laughs> Anthony catch me if you can you can tell me Chaco Chaco Joseph 
not whether we sang it correctly Let's, thank you guys thank you it's not whether we sang it correctly but the words matters hallelujah why are you singing this i want to sing this personalize it to your husbands oh, call your phone and sing this song to him your wife your children your father your mother you need a faith talker hallelujah you have the anointing of the Holy Spirit inside of you. You are the more than a conqueror. You are a superman. But sometimes you need somebody to tell you that. You need a faith talker. Even my, my pastor says he has somebody like that in his life. Because sometimes the pressure and the discouragement sometimes sits there. And he, pastor has a mentor who keep on pepping him up with the word of God. I have my pastor. Keeps pepping me up. You need faith talkers. We need faith talkers in the church who believes in us, who believes in our giftings, who honors the anointing, who sees the vision. If you don't have one, may God bring in those kind of people who will trust you, believe you, encourage you, edify you, build you up, that you can fly like a superman. You can be somebody for the glory of God. Lift your hands and say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. So many of your hearts are becoming light and you're set free. Hallelujah. You are a superman. If nobody has told you, I'm telling you this evening in the name of Jesus. You are a superman. You are a superwoman. You are a child of the living God. I wish you can see, say it back through that camera. Hallelujah. Discouragement comes to everybody. Billy Graham got discouragement in his life. There are men and women who got discouraged because it was one of the main weapons. D.L. Moody, I think, who said, God cannot use the discouraged soul. Because that's, it's like taking your confidence away. You don't feel like you're capable. You don't feel like you can achieve anything through your life. There's a weight on your soul. Today, in the name of Jesus, may that weight be lifted up. Sometimes you can come out of the discouragement when you look at the, you know, other men and women of God who are successful. How do you come out? See, sometimes they have gone through worst of things in life, they have come out strong. Look at the T.D. Jakes. Who found his daughter pregnant at 13 years of age, since becoming one of the celebrated pastors. Came out of all that and now all his children are serving the Lord. What a man. No wonder the man who was so discouraged, encouraging so many people. Kraflodola, who has been targeted by many people. T.D. Jakes was a small kid from a small town. God is using him mightily. He did not grow up with a silver spoon. There were many things that were against him. 
but God is using him. Look at people. They did not get a micro oven Christianity. They did not have an easy ride. They had to fight discouragement, encourage themselves at the time. There was no helping and nobody by their side, nobody to see their tears. Nobody could understand what they're going through. Nobody to see their pain. They had to look to the Lord to encourage themselves. Look to God's word. Call on Jesus. Crawl on through pillow. Sit through the night. Come out on the other side. It's a mighty warrior for Jesus. One of pastors, Menders told him, son, ministry can kill you. The weight of the expectation of the people can kill you. People try to make you who you are not. Yet looking for a mistake somewhere to crucify you. Your life is no longer yours. You can't even open yourself and be yourself in front of people. It almost seems like nights are longer. A man of God has been ministering for 45 years and told pastor, son, I have not even peacefully eaten food on a single day. I have the peace and the rest in God, but in my mind, things. Paul entered into a storm, the Bible says in Acts 27, the storm had a name, Euroclidon. Every storm has a name. This particular storm, the nights were long, 14 days, they did not see the sun. When the nights are long, it can discourage you. But today will God heal you somebody. Encouraged. Next 27, 23. For there stood by me this night, Paul said, an angel of God to whom I belong and who am I serve, saying, do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed God has granted you all those who sail with you. Therefore take heart. Men, for I believe God that it will be just as it was told to me. Take heart. Don't be discouraged for I believe God just as it is told to me. I will see the land. Whatever the Lord said will happen, will happen. When he said that you will stand, you will stand. When he said that you'll stand before Caesar, the prophecies will come to pass. Come on somebody, he encouraged himself. And so many people got encouraged looking for. I'm praying God will give us such leaders in churches. Amen. Who will stand, hallelujah, with people, with leaders, whatever they're going through. We need people who stand and believe with you. Not like Peter, he said, Jesus, I'll stand with you when somebody should leave you or desert you. Desert you, I will never. I will never desert you. But when the rooster crowed, when the rooster crowed, Hallelujah. I close with this. You come out of discouragement when you learn how to wrestle with God. Are you here church? I want to tell you this again. Be like the people who stood with Paul in a storm. You might be going through a tough time. But if you stand together, if you believe what God is releasing through the servant of God, and if you stand with Him, 
it doesn't matter how strong and powerful the storm is we will get through safe into an island of favor i am telling you somebody i am telling you people who stood with god and to servants of god through thick and thin you are going to get into a season where you're going to meet our noble people in an island of favor in the name of jesus hallelujah say i receive it lord some of you say pastor i've never stood with you forget about it he said from today i'm going to stand with you and i'm going to still receive this word over my life you can come out of discouragement when you learn how to wrestle with god sometimes god wants to arm wrestle with him he wants to see how bad you want the breakthrough how desperate you want that miracle elijah said what are you doing here and he said i've been zealous for the lord almighty are you zealous you need to arm wrestle you need to get it out of his hand sometimes it's yours but sometimes god tests you you have to say i'm desperate i'm going to praise worship i need this unless you move some of us need to be like jacob wrestling in the night moments of our lives not give up not quit because god is going to make you win god will allow you to win he wants to see only one thing how much you want the breakthrough how much you want to move forward how much you want to be used by god so tonight you're going to pray that every spirit of discouragement to leave your life you leave your soul you feel light and the blessing of god will come upon you it doesn't matter what you're going through lift your hands and say lord i need to be set free from discouragement i encourage myself in the law i look to you lord jesus i look to you lift your hands and praise the lord for some time praise the lord for some time